This is The Culture. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Wave podcast. Today, we will be discussing the latest Netflix animated hit, Stop Pilgrim Tapes Off, directed by Abel Gongora. My name is Michael Penniston. I'm one of your hosts. Today, I'm joined by our co-host for the episode, Vinny Albano. Hello, Hi. hello. Pleasure to be here with you yeah, today. It's a pleasure to have you here today, Vinny. Thank um, you, thank you. Yes, today is actually Vinny's first podcast appearance, so we just want to yes. give it up for that. Let's go, Vinny. Woo, 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 woo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I yes. appreciate that. I appreciate yes, that. No problem. No problem. And uh, what a, what, no other uh, better episode to uh, bring it in with uh, mm. Scott Pilgrim. You know, uh, I feel like... Uh, anime, uh, animated uh, just series and uh, mm. animated just and the, and the genre of animation itself is just a very underlooked genre. I mm. feel like uh, we have a lot of just great stuff coming out of the genre itself, especially now. Um, people are getting more creative and um, we're seeing a lot of these animations and a lot of these animes starting to appear on these streaming services. So yeah, Netflix, yeah. you know, taking off up this uh, Scott Pilgrim show, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. So how did you feel about this adaptation of the show? Um, I really enjoyed Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Okay. I think, honestly, the entire series, I was having a blast all throughout. I thought it was incredibly in intuitive, incredibly inventive. Okay. It was gorgeous um, from an animation uh, standpoint and uh, art direction standpoint. And I thought it was extremely funny. Like, that was easily the best part. I mean, the original film, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is one of my favorite films mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. I, that's one of the most hilarious movies of all time. And also just with so much lovable characters. And this show takes that and it just times it by 10, in my opinion. Uh, we saw so much more different perspectives on all the cast of characters cast of characters that in each individual already lovable and now just adding a whole new perspective adding so much more uh love to these characters and and you as the audience loves them as well from that and so funny yes that's that's that was my overall thoughts yes no yeah. good good overall thoughts uh, i agree with that statement you know all of those statements you know i feel like mm. Um, Scott Pilgrim is really good for its characters. Like you said, you have a lot of mm. just good, lovable characters and Scott Pilgrim, it wouldn't be Scott Pilgrim without the, uh, the, the supporting characters around him and, you know, a lot yeah. of that mates yeah. up. And so I feel like, like you said, having, you know, just get, getting to see a lot of these characters, you know, kind of reprise their, their selves in a different light and mm. getting to see them. And, you know, this now not only different states sort of setting but also just not even in like a real world sort of setting in like a, an animated sort of yeah. way you know it, yeah. it was really cool to see it how did you feel though um having these uh the, the real cast is they uh yeah. they reprise their 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 roles for the anime as well so you know yes. we had these voices to kind of match what was once in the the real live action film how did you feel mm -hmm. about being able to at least have that connection to to the um the original uh, honestly <laughs> i thought that was a like amazing decision on their part mm -hmm. because and i love the fact that everyone like chris evans brie larson michael sarah uh mary elizabeth weinstead i love that everyone <laughs> came back yeah everybody like is, came <laughs> their performances in the original film like add so much charm to these already really charming characters mm -hmm. and just having them back having them you know in the anime is just I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed every single one of their performances. 
I think uh, later on, I definitely want to talk more about Chris Evans and Lucas Lee. (laughs) Because in the film, you know, he's cool. Yeah. In this, I love it's completely different. Like he was honestly, I feel like the the just the full comedic just character just Mm. for the the sake of the entire show. I I feel like and like you said in the the movie, you really didn't get that light on him. He was kind of just they were all just kind of side characters fitting along, you know. And so, but again, in the movie, they all had that charm that you know it it kind of made them hit the rules so much that like I can't imagine seeing any other actor portray the roles that they played like yeah. like Scott uh like Chris Evans or um or especially like Michael Sarah having mm-hmm. him just be back you know it's it, it, I feel like there was a lot of nostalgia um behind yeah. it you know and well so. are we we're talking about spoilers right yeah yeah, well, okay. yeah for sure yeah I'm <laughs> we didn't see much of Michael Sarah since he disappears after the first episode, yes but, yes um which also like not to steer a conversation to uh, a different uh that's okay point but yeah. also i loved the fact that the first episode sets it up almost like as if it was going to be a remake mm-hmm. and i've actually talked with a lot of friends and they thought the show was going to be a remake of the movie just because of like the marketing yeah, yeah and me we too. saw a lot of scott in the marketing and that first episode too feels like a remake it it's does. almost like one-to-one and then the ending you're just like wait hold on <laughs> yeah. i don't did that happen did it not happen and then the whole show takes a whole separate turn and i love that i love the how the first episode is just like the it, it, it's the it, it's like uh it hits you with a left for like a sneak yes, right punch you yes know? yes so, so we we kind of we can kind of use that though to steer us into our discussion about this show a little bit yeah. just because that is the first episode you want to discuss and tell the people for the people who didn't watch that last the last of that kind of shocker twist to kind of pull us out of the uh the reprising sort of what we thought was going to be um the same thing that we once saw before and then yeah. just a completely sh- sort of shocker do you want to kind of discuss that and tell from your view of what kind of happened in that last sort of sequence in the f- last of the the first episode yeah yeah so the whole first episode up until the climax where you know, sex bombs they play at uh, the rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And, you know, it's it's just like the film. You know, Scott runs into to Ramona mm-hmm. at a party. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of hit it off. Um, Ramona uh, uh, takes him through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we lead up to, uh, you know, sex bombs playing at the rocket. Mm. And Matthew Patel comes in. Yes, and yes. the first evil ex. And... I really want to talk about Matthew Patel because I even have written in my notes just like Matthew Patel exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. <laughs> but it's like, in the original film, honestly, like I I'm such a big fan of the original. I remember Matthew Patel, but out of all the evil exes, I feel like he is the least memorable. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Especially yeah. I'm not I mean to cut you off too, but like I just because I recently rewatched a little bit of the original film. Um yeah. and I just like just thinking about even his entrance into it was like because that was like kind of the first to, yeah. to see and it was it, I don't know, you're right. It it wasn't as hitting as this, but continue, continue, my bad. Yeah, no, no, you're good. <laughs> um but I agree. I agree. Like he was the most like not memorable, but yeah. in this, you know, he's introduced at the rocket. Yeah. And then his whole character from there just 
it just is such i loved him the entire, <laughs> he stole the show he was mm-hmm. so funny mm-hmm. and we see so much more of his character because obviously scott quote-unquote dies in the first episode but we find yeah. out that he was taken through a portal yes um, yes and you know patel wins the fight mm-hmm. and we see matthew patel rise to the top essentially <laughs> which is crazy because in the original film like he was not given that much attention yes. um and then also like the entire if we're talking about anime adaptation wise uh, the entire last um part of the first episode was just beautiful mm-hmm. like all the animation i specifically want to talk about how this show and the animators at science saru use uh a blend between 3d and 2d animation because there's specific when there's a lot of specific examples that just like really stood out to me Mm -hmm. in this when matthew and scott their fight starts and there's that like 3d camera um it's the camera's moving in a three-dimensional space around around the character yeah yeah, it does like an an arc shot around (laughs) scott and i believe it then pulls back and like dollies out Mm -hmm. and in animation format in 2d animation that's just like whoa (laughs) it's just beautiful to see it's vibrant it's it it just pops out Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. and i loved how the animators at science saru like really took the series because Science Saru is one of my favorite animation studios. They did um, Devilman Crybaby, which I absolutely adore. Okay. Right. And also the, the director, um, Abel, I believe his name is, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, he was actually a key animator on Devilman Crybaby. Oh, wow. Okay. So oh, wow. I, I just love seeing that. Um, I know he also worked on Star Wars Visions, but to get back to the, to the uh, conversation at hand, um, <laughs> no. that first episode just all throughout loved it that whole climax of that first episode and that subversion of your expectations yes yes i was like okay i'm hooked yes I'm hooked. hooked yes yeah. yes and i i feel that same way i um i wasn't expecting that ending i feel like that ending again really threw off probably everybody um and again big spoilers but yes scott in the first episode dies at the very end and like you said yeah. um matthew kind of like takes the the lead in things not only that it kind of just sets the states up to a place where now it isn't scott pilgrim versus anybody <laughs> you yeah, know it's just yeah. kind of like everybody else and leading now throughout these episodes we don't really have to go too deep with each of the episodes but through this now you're seeing a lot more of these other characters through that because you lose that protagonist yeah and so you know like you said we start to see a lot of um of uh, matthew we start to see a lot of um lucas lee at one point and yeah. he was a big character like we said with throughout this um lots of characters um yeah one second no you're good good. lots of characters in this role (laughs) and so do you feel like it it was smart again on on the the director's point to to have it heavily focused now on these characters and to take scott away from the the equation do you think again that was a that was that was a smart thing. I think that, again, it needed to take us out of what we had already seen. But do you think that now moving forward, because this is there's still eight episodes throughout this this series. And at this point, at the end of that episode, we don't know what's to come. We don't know if Scott's yeah. actually dead. Yeah. We don't know what to expect. 
but we are seeing a lot more of these characters. Are you, do you think that was definitely still a smart move to now move forward with this and have these characters, you know, be now these protagonists and Tate's mm. got out of it completely? Or do you think that you wish, do you, let me rephrase it. Do you wish that you had Scott throughout it a little bit more to kind of steer, steer the story a little bit more? Mm. Honestly, I thought it was an excellent decision to just have Scott omitted from the series altogether. Okay. Because although I do wish we saw more of Scott's perspective through the eight episodes, mm -hmm. I don't think it was needed because mm -hmm. this show really shows you how well these characters in this universe really are yeah and how powerful they really are in a, in a writing standpoint mm -hmm. because you can take the main character out and the show still stands on a really strong foundation mm -hmm. just with the supporting characters mm -hmm. and i think that's such a great uh show of just great writing mm -hmm. And just great character crafting altogether. And yeah, I do miss uh, Scott. In some, I wish <laughs> yeah, yeah. we saw some more of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when he comes back at the end, I do have some, uh, I guess you'd say, controversial opinions on okay. the ending. Because okay. it seems like everyone really liked the ending. I know it's like the last two episodes or the highest rated episodes of on IMDb. Mm -hmm. But I honestly thought they were very lacking okay um, all right but we'll return to that later yeah, yeah um but yeah no i thought that without scott show still standing really strong mm -hmm. um, um it, it was incredible yes yeah. even just with the supporting characters yeah no i i agree i um i i feel like scott for me um in my own opinion <laughs> i feel like i kind of wanted scott yeah there a little bit more again i love all of these characters um maybe it's because one i'm not i know like just a little bit about the comic i love the movie but i'm like i know mostly a lot of my knowledge with these characters is mainly from that movie yeah and yeah. so you know there isn't a lot for me to really know about these characters you know yeah. and so that's where i like that a little bit more but again, I, I'm coming from a place with the movie where like I loved Michael Sarah in that role. I love that yeah. character. I love I feel like it's just driven as far as him versus all of these other sort of fighting foes. Hmm. And so I do kind of wish that we had Scott a little bit more in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's my own opinion. Um, I, I, I feel like the first couple episodes, because maybe there was a, a lack of him, they were still amazing. They were still hard hitting. And I thought hmm. they were they had delivered a lot of comedy and a lot of action yeah. and beautiful animation. But it was still kind of missing certain things. I don't know if maybe that was just Scott not okay. being there. That's again, this is just my my personal preference as mm -hmm. far as that. Um, but again, I do think that these characters still getting to highlight these characters in a new light through that. I I do think it was smart. I yeah. think it was smart on the director's part, and I agree with you. It's like you saying that it was smart um, just because they needed to do something different. Um, but again, I just wish that we had a little bit more Scott. Um, yeah, and I yeah. am going to use that to kind of transition us into this kind of overall. I'm gonna, I am going to jump to the end because the end is a, a pretty big sort of. It's different than what they were, what we've seen. I feel like in kind of Scott Pilgrim, and mm -hmm. it's it's a kind of a twist. It's a bit twist, and so you find out that Scott is not dead actually, like you said, and mm -hmm. that he was actually just thrown through a portal, um, and um, basically in the end. Uh, this this kind of takes over versus all 
what we've been watching kind of leads up yeah. to Scott having to fight himself, an older version of himself, basically, mm. who um, is he's basically just grown up. He's how all of these younger kids are must view like these these older people, and um, because of that, um, uh, he's there's like some sort of just like beef and tension, and um, him and Ramona at that point in their in their life obviously just yeah. aren't getting along, bunny heads, and he's coming back in time. To basically <laughs> stop all of this so that nothing could ever happen. Um, yeah. How did you feel about having that kind of be the the twist of it all of this this whole show, this whole season, having it lead to Scott not really being dead, but Scott actually just one being thrown through a portal? And we can talk a little bit more about him being thrown mm -hmm. through a portal, but I kind of want to touch more about that last kind of hard hitting finale sort of thing yeah yeah um how did you feel about it getting to that place you know so i i did enjoy the last two episodes and i thought they were structured really well okay i i loved the idea of the matthew patel like theater play okay and how matthew patel is playing scott in his theater <laughs> play, uh, which I, it was so hilarious yes yes um however I feel like the I don't I think it's controversial saying this I guess because like I mentioned it's like the top rated episode on IMDb but that whole thing about future Scott like he was the villain of it all and mm -hmm. that he was going back in time and trying to stop you know young Scott from you know dating Ramona <laughs> so that he would never be feeling that heartbreak or, yeah, or, yeah. or whatnot or just um, growing up and being grumpy <laughs> miserable yeah. yeah yeah so um but I felt I felt like that was a little rushed to be mm -hmm. honest mm -hmm. you know it felt they're building a mystery for six episodes mm -hmm. and then episode seven well at the end of episode six Scott shows up on the doorstep and you're like wait hold on what <laughs> yeah right and, buddy you died <laughs> yeah, yeah um and then episode seven explores where scott was mm -hmm. and i think the idea of time travel and just throwing in like oh this was the motive the whole time <laughs> that it was older scott and this was his motive in the second to last episode it felt I felt it felt out of nowhere for me. Mm -hmm. it, okay. it just didn't, it felt very rushed for me. Okay. Um, and then I feel leading into the final climax where they're at the theater play and then they're transported and they fight like the really older Scott where he has like the gray beard. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, the... And uh, that action sequence was really cool. Yeah. I loved seeing all of them, you know, fight in a very like anime, you know, <laughs> way. It's, it, you know, that anime power of friendship yes, you know, yeah. it's, it's always going to be the, the the deterrent to to fight the bad guy um and i loved seeing that animation was beautiful but it was just like it was just, you know it, it just felt like you have a mystery 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 second to last episode oh that was it really there was there was nothing really more to it it's some last minute time travel thing and i'm like okay not that that's necessarily bad, but it's a little underwhelming with the amount of how exuberant the mystery was in mm -hmm. those previous six episodes. Yes, definitely. And then that last battle, which it's beautiful to look at, but it's like, okay, big battle. Yippee, we won. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, animation's nice, but I felt that last, you know, climax was just, it felt too it felt too good 
You know what I mean? It felt yes. too perfect. Yes, and oh. and I agree. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think I liked being able to see this take on a futuristic Scott and how like far they could go with it and everything. And even like for the yeah. short time that we got to see that future self where we got to see, um, again, I'm, you you know this word a little bit better than I do. Wallace, yeah. his best friend, I'm correct. Right? Yes, yes. Wallace, Wallace Wells. Wallace, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love Wallace <laughs> yes. Wells. Yes, <laughs> it was good. And then you yeah. saw older Wallace in that sort yeah. of sequence and you saw like the whole bit where it's like, oh, who did Wallace end up marrying and stuff like that? And it was yeah. just like somebody that works for Nintendo. Mm. Um, like I thought there were like comedic bits in that and seeing that and like, like you said, that ending sequence as far as that having now everybody come together to have to kind of like take on now this stock which yeah, was like kind of yeah. like i guess a reverse on scott having to take on everyone else um yes, you yeah. know and so i feel like parts of that were cool but again I, I i i agree with you where it's like how many times are we gonna just use this time travel sort of escape route just to kind of like figure something i agree i, I agree it was rush i i agree yeah. that we had at this point set up so much um through these these short you know couple of episodes but you know having him die is like a pretty it's a pretty dramatic thing yeah you know yeah. and then to have it just be kind of taken away with no he didn't know like we're just playing again with time travel and mm -hmm. so i just feel like every every sort of show or movie or franchise is kind of playing into time travel yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point and it's it's just becoming a lot what are your thoughts on time travel and then just like uh, no i agree um i think uh time travel and right now the big trend is the multiverse and yeah. marvel's <laughs> doing it i feel like every, every single thing is doing it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um which are you know they've been around in storytelling for a very long time but i feel because they're such a trope to introduce them as your big like big punch plot twist like yeah that was the plot twist yeah okay you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost cliched at this point. You know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. You could have time travel in your plot twist, but maybe a little bit more. You know, I just was, I was hoping for a little bit more because it, for the big plot twist to be, it was just time travel. I wish it was played upon in a more uh, creative way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and then also through this time travel um, we got to see a little bit more of a focus on Ravona as a mm. character. Ravona, honestly, throughout the season, Ravona was more of a protagonist, obviously, than Scott was. She was alive throughout it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and she, uh, she obviously was always a protagonist, but was always kind of just like mm. the girl that Scott was fighting for. And now, towards the end, we're now starting to see Verona have to now almost... Am, am I saying her name right? I'm saying Verona. Ramona. 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 And then we have to see Ramona have to now basically fight for Scott, essentially. Yeah. Um, and we even through that get to see an older futuristic version of Ramona. Um, and that she mm -hmm. kind of plays into this storyline as well. How did you feel about Ramona's character throughout this, this season see, in the show? I, and the I ending? loved it. I loved it. Okay. And I think because I think Ramona's a really strong character. And mm -hmm. This also brings us into the idea of Scott Pilgrim as a character and Ramona as a character in both the movie and the show. Mm -hmm. It's because both of them are not good people. Yeah. Like, Scott's an asshole. <laughs> like, he is an asshole. Like, she's he's dating like a, a high schooler. Yeah, kid, yeah, like, right. <laughs> on top of that, like, I remember specifically uh, in the movie, there's that one scene where 
he talks about i believe it was kim his band uh his drummer in sex bombs yeah, yeah, yeah he used to date mm-hmm. in the movie he's like yeah i was in high school she had freckles you know mm-hmm. and that's like it <laughs> like that's all you remember about your ex yeah. like you realize that like scott has an aesthetic to him and you know he's nerdy and funny and he's cool but he's like an asshole yeah. like he really you know what i mean and ramona's not all too better either you know what i mean like she has her flaws um you could kind of but, see that through her exes at that point too like seven evil exes right um but i loved how we got to see more of her now yeah because they really explored that and we really see a change in ramona now mm-hmm. and by the end of the series she's uh, a lot different and I really began to like really be um in love with Roma- Ramona not like that well a little bit, a little <laughs> a little bit, bit like yeah, that yeah, but, you know, but you know we all get like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so, but I really loved Ramona's character yes, she was no 100% and I loved seeing her like go out of her way in this almost detective like style where she's trying to investigate all these little plot threads to uncover the mystery mm-hmm. um i thought it was intriguing i thought it was very intriguing i agree i feel like it was really intriguing it was really intriguing also because i feel like um in past renditions obviously that we've seen with these characters hmm. it's always again again it's been always a chase for for scott at this point yeah and so it kind of again brought new light onto ramona and showing that oh no she actually does there is like the part of her that really does care for scott like it isn't just like like again like something that we're just watching and it could be like something else like no like this kind of confirmed a lot for her character in terms of scott and even previous things that we've seen i feel like this just showed showed a lot more vulnerability to to uh verona Ramona that 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 we haven't seen before and so I know I I definitely I definitely appreciated also having her character in this light throughout the show um but yeah um I feel like how did you feel just overall about the animation style throughout Mm. all of all the season at this point because each episode I feel like kind of had their own sort of play into the animation style but it also obviously had that anime animation um like one one first uh, one episode specifically was the uh the episode of the the play i believe it was where they yeah. were doing um the maybe i'm missing episodes up where they were doing like the the cutaway interviews oh that um, was episode five. that was five five yeah, yes yes the, uh, movie set the movie yeah. set yes yeah. like the, having something like that where it's just like like it kind of just takes you out this world all of a sudden like oh okay now you're like kind of like in like an office episode sort of thing seeing yeah. these characters in, in this light where you do kind of see a little more, bit more of lucas lee's character comedy traits and you mm-hmm. see a little bit more of verona and stuff like that and so again i i'm i'm, I'm spilling because i love the animation yeah. in it but how did you feel about overall the anime and throughout it beautiful just beautiful i like i mentioned before like i think the animators at science saru did incredible work like the ganga work on this like an entire anime was just beautiful mm-hmm. i love the action sequences and although um you know it's not like in a lot of animes uh they have a lot of uh 
there's a lot to the art style, but Scott Pilgrim's a lot more simplistic, you know? You have this very, like, cartoonish uh, art style and design, and although, you know, that... Although that doesn't allow for, you know, these, like, extremely detailed set pieces, but it does, you know, that's not Scott Pilgrim, but mm -hmm. they use that simplistic art style to their advantage mm -hmm. where you have these really beautiful, um, they're allowed to, they're, they're able to focus on having these really just awesome movements and Ganga work. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, I just want to talk about episode five, the, I believe that's when there was the Wallace Wells fight with like all the stunt devils. Yes, the stunt devils, yes. Um, and that was awesome in my opinion. <laughs> and just like that throughout, like all the action sequences were really awesome. All very, in animation, it's extremely hard to have dynamic camera movements, mm -hmm. but they managed to do that. And they have these dynamic camera movements. They have uh, a mix between 3D environments and 2D characters. I even like little shots, like episode eight when they have the theater play. I, there's a shot where it's like dollying through the alley, the rows of, of audience, uh, mm -hmm. audience like seats. And I just love that because mm -hmm. it's it's animation, yet we're moving in this 3D space. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can see that the environment is like uh, 3D generated. However, the characters are all drawn in 2D. And yeah. I love that. I, lo I know a lot uh, with Studio, uh, the same creators behind Attack on Titan, uh, the first three seasons. Mm -hmm. They do that a lot. And it just, it looks beautiful. You know, there's, I don't, I'm a huge Attack on Titan fan. So I, <laughs> I don't want to start talking about Attack on Titan, but it, like they use a perfect blend between 3D and 2D where just you have these characters like swinging through the city in a 3d space yet they're drawn in 2d um and they do this a lot in scott pilgrim mm -hmm. where you just have these dynamic camera movements in a 2d animated world and it's just it's just beautiful to look at you know yeah, yeah. it just it's like neuron activation in my brain i'm like whoa yeah whoa. No, <laughs> trigger yeah. Ooh, i'm ready <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i get that completely 100 mm -hmm. um i feel like animation does that um do you feel like hearing all of that do you feel like having it be viewed this way rather than being again another say live action one that yeah. we've already seen another sort of reprisal of a live action version um do you think it, it supported this story do you think that hmm. you would have preferred to see something like this in more of like a live action sort of setting or do you think that like because of that animation and like each point that it hit do you think that it secured that this needed to be an anime yeah. I think uh, looking at how Edgar Wright took uh, Scott Pilgrim in a live action adaptation, mm -hmm. which is incredible. I don't even know how he did, you know, managed to pull some of that stuff off. Mm -hmm. And he did an inc incredibly good job at bringing this very like uh, anime video game to real life. However, I don't think this needed to be live action. It could like seeing what Edgar Wright did with the original it probably could have been done in live action, but animation allows you for so much more freedom, so much more creativity, because you could do stuff in animation that you just physically cannot do in live action. You, know, mm -hmm. you can have, I mean, you, you can kind of do it in live action, but not in the same fluidity where like, you know, when Lucas Lee ends up being a, a barista uh, <laughs> yeah. and he's like flipping the, 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 
the coffee through his shoulders and stuff and or yeah. even that one scene in episode four where lucas lee is like skating like through this huge oh, like man. yeah oh, i forgot about that yeah he has this like big <laughs> mansion and in like the backyard or like the front yard of his mansion this huge just like skate park thing and like you you can it's probably doable in live action yeah but in animation you have so much more freedom so much creativity and and seeing that is is whoa it's cool mm -hmm. i don't think it needed to be live action i think animation does just perfectly fine and it allows for uh, a lot it allows for a lot of charm and just creativity like i mentioned uh other moments like uh which i love this episode when roxy richter and ramona fight and they're like traveling through movies mm -hmm. and they're like they're in like a samurai movie and then they're in like an old-timey movie and i love that that's cool it's super inventive and i don't think um i think it, it's justified to have it in an animated form yeah no 100 yeah. do you think that yeah. it's revolutionary at least this this version of these these effects these these visuals that we're seeing do you think that it's fitting this uh, sort of a revolutionary act because you did mention that it is like yeah like number of like on imdb what number is it Ooh, on IMDb? um on there's a website called annulus that i use got you okay. track of anime mm -hmm. um and it's number 14 of all time on streaming service only streaming service only streaming uh, anime service. okay all yeah. right do you think that that's do you think that that's deserving of that spot and do you think that what we've seen is revolutionary and it's an anime yeah so here's another thing too that's the thing i think it's i think it's a good spot to have okay. you know okay um i think and, and i'm hyping this anime up and i, I loved it don't get me wrong i had yeah. a, a super fun time beginning to end um however if it was like higher than for example uh number four on here is cyberpunk edge runners which i don't know if, have you watched cyberpunk edge runners i've so. seen cyber yes yes mm -hmm. there was a if i'm not mistaken a live no no i haven't seen yeah. it so i know everything i just said no, <laughs> all good, explain all good. it to me <laughs> yes. yeah so there's an anime yeah uh, okay. cyberpunk edge runners which is an incredible anime it's okay. number four on any list for streaming service anime Okay. Um, you know, excluding anime that were on TV or uh, home video from the years. Um, if it were somewhere in those like higher top five, I would probably be like, yeah, no, it doesn't. You know, it's it's not that revolutionary, mm -hmm. which is another thing, because. This is this is where it's beginning to get a little interesting, because although, like I mentioned, I enjoyed it beginning to end, had super amount of a lot of fun. Mm -hmm is the show necessary per se that's the thing oh that's it's, a really good question actually yeah. okay all right kind of get into that it's like is the show necessary not really like we didn't really need the show yeah because yeah. scott pilgrim versus the world already stands on its two feet really well yes. it's a classic yeah um however i think the show like i mentioned i think it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it a lot and i am glad it does exist because it allows for different perspectives in this into these characters lives that we don't get as much perspective in mm -hmm. in the film yeah 
So yeah. All right. All right. I know that the uh, the creators um, they they mentioned that they only viewed this show being itself one one season. Um, yeah. We might not get to see at least a reprisal of these characters in the animated form. We could. Who knows what could happen? Um, yeah. Going off of that statement, you don't think that we then need anything like that? You don't think that we need to be able to move forward? You think that this kind of, again, just stands on itself just like the movie? You, you do? Yeah, I don't think we need any continuation or anything. And I you, think I think it's fine just as an eight-episode little like side story type of beat type thing. Could you could you see any of like spinoffs coming from a, a couple of these characters? Like, because I know you like Ooh. we talked about um, like characters again, like Lucas Lee, like uh, yeah, yeah. That, that like we got to see a lot more of his character. At one point, he played into the whole actor sort of persona, and like yeah. that was a whole comedic bit in itself. Do you think that this kind of opened the world of maybe that seeing some spinoffs? Mm. So that's actually really interesting that you point out because I I think you could write a lot. You can you can have a spinoff on Lucas. You can have a spinoff on Roxy. You can have a spinoff on every single one of the exes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that's needed though. I okay. think I think this is just fine how it is. You know, All right. um, I had a fun time with it. I think I think it's good. Hey, you know, I don't think I think once you start writing all these spinoffs, you're beginning to milk it, and yeah. it's beginning to get like. Then it then it loses its charm. You don't want to oversaturate it. Exactly. Yeah, got you. Got exactly. you. I agree with that. I agree with that. I do. I also agree that this stands on its feet. The movie alone is like a cult classic at this point. I love mm -hmm. the movie, and so I, I yeah. agree. Let's just leave this right where it's at. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, agree. Agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts that you had about the the show or anything? Yeah. Anything? So I actually do really want to talk about just going episode by episode and the different jokes that really landed and just like the idea i feel like every episode combats um the perspective of these characters and each episode almost has like a different style to it in a way okay. all right um through like storytelling like for example episode five where it's like all like documentary and it's like like you mentioned it's almost like the office <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah which i i fucking love i love <laughs> it that so like good, yeah. it was great like it you was don't different see that a it was lot different exactly yeah exactly yeah. exactly mm -hmm. you don't see that a lot in anime and it's just like okay <laughs> this is fun i am on board with this i am on board with this um first episode like i mentioned we already talked all about that second episode which i feel like honestly the second episode was my least favorite okay um besides some of the plot threads in the last two like i mentioned like the lackluster just like final twist mm -hmm. uh but the second episode we have that fight between gideon and matthew patel and um uh i don't know i didn't really i don't remember too much about that episode however i did like how that was really setting up the series as like Wow, this is gonna be different. Yeah. This is gonna okay. Be different, All right. You know? Yes. Yes. When Gideon is gone. He is. You know. He's forced to become a uh, Gordon Goose <laughs> um, <laughs> and all that. Uh, episode three, which I mentioned, I really want to talk about Roxy Richter because that whole episode in like the video rental place, mm. and they're jumping through um, different movies and different environments and. Uh, just that animation. I have a video on my phone that I took of just like when Ramona and Roxy like they clash together, and then 
I believe that. Uh, do you know JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Yes, yes, I yeah, do. They yes. make. A, I think they make a JoJo reference because Roxy pushes Ramona through the door down the stairs, and she goes, "Ora." <laughs> like, like, like how yeah like how in jojo you know they have the oro, oro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like one of the only animes i've seen too <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah um and i i was like oh shit right yeah. um, <laughs> wow but roxy richter oh. too um just super funny love the whole joke about we can be friends <laughs> with benefits and that was that was great that was great <laughs> yeah yes yes yeah no i agree i um i i there were again certain points in those first couple of episodes um, that, for me, I feel like were just more so comedy hits and comedy beats yeah. uh, and move moves of the story in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of playing back into like that whole like was was any of this really necessary? For yeah. me, I feel like maybe I saw that beginning portion as good and funny, but almost like why <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like why are we watching this so i think it didn't yeah. fully hit as hard for me and stuff like that but i still feel like like you said all of those beats were still hilarious oh yeah. you know i said <laughs> so yeah to see and especially Rotsi. um yeah yeah no that's actually a compelling point that you bring up because i had a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. but i feel it is a lot of comedy throughout mm-hmm. and take away the comedy and there's not a lot of substance, yeah. you know? So I think if you are kind of just an average viewer and you're like, oh yeah, I watched Scott Pilgrim once. I think you're not <laughs> yeah. going to, you know, I don't think you're going to take a lot away from the show. Yeah. I think people, I, I've actually seen people hate this show. I don't know where they came from as a Scott Pilgrim fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see a lot of people coming out of this show being like, yeah, it was funny, but there was really nothing else to it. As a, f- like I mentioned, Scott Pilgrim versus the world was my favorite films. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it thoroughly, mm-hmm. but I'm a fan. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, would you say you're also in the same demographic as me or are you more of like an average viewer? I feel like I love that movie. I do. I feel I don't like I've seen it. I've seen it more than five times. Yeah. So like, I feel okay, like that's okay. better than most. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I feel like, and I, I know those characters, but I still don't know enough. Like, do you know, like the comic? Like, do you follow, did you follow like even all of that before no. all these adapt? You didn't. Okay. No. I actually, right. I want to. Okay. One day, but. All right. See, like, again, I didn't follow any of that. So I love the movie. Yeah. But like, I probably am not as like, like, I feel like i'm probably like here you're probably like right <laughs> you probably like watched it probably 10 times and i watched it yeah. you know what i mean so so i don't know i i i definitely fall in that boat a little bit where mm. it's like yes it had these these beautiful moments of comedy mm. of seeing these characters in new lights and just animation and all together but it just again it, it didn't fully hit as hard um but it still did hit hard because I love Scott Pilgrim takes takes the world like that's that whole movie again yeah. is like a cool classic at this point. So hmm. I, I, yeah. don't I don't know. I no, I I agree. I agree. Um, I do want to talk about. We talked about the first three episodes and the last two episodes, mm-hmm. but episodes four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about them because episode four, whatever. Okay. Where it's like we're introduced to Lucas Lee in his in his big mansion. Okay. And he's skating. And it's like that one song where it's like, uh, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, right? 
which I thought was funny. I don't know if that was like a famous song. I've never heard it before. I um, I don't believe so. It could have it could have okay. been something that they made for the show. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was super funny because it, it matches Lucas Lee's like whatever personality. <laughs> um, and seeing him, and also really want to talk about the whole plot point about the or the the subplot about the movie and the movie set Mm -hmm. i thought that was honestly my favorite part of the show where i thought it was so meta it was so (laughs) meta you have this movie set that is written the the movie is scott pilgrim versus the world yeah and then we find out that like uh ramona traveled back and like you know it was all done the script was written so that it can uh have scott see a movie of himself and be convinced (laughs) to get back with ramona to undo the things that older scott did and older scott was like no you shouldn't be with ramona she's gonna break your heart and you're gonna become miserable Mm -hmm. um i just love that whole like that whole like episode four five six where you're just following Mm -hmm. the movie set and like we mentioned, that super creative episode five office style episode. Yeah. Um, I loved that. I don't know about you. What was your thoughts on I, that? I love that. I, yeah. I agree. That was probably my favorite episode of that. I know that with Scott Pilgrim, um, you know, they're always, again, with these, they're all their own sort of stories and their own sort of tastes, yeah. but that they're all still connected in some way or another. And to have that kind of connect the piece that we've seen before and everything i feel like that yeah. was just it was beautiful to, to see watch like real time and be like oh snap like they're making this movie and like again how it played into again that kind of twist as far mm-hmm. as like them having to make why they were even making the movie for the reason of scott to to fall back in love but like knowing that again yeah. like there was a lot of things playing into that and if he was even kind of dead and stuff like that and so i feel like that was really smart um, and it was so genius how they had this, those those kind of talking head interviews again. Yeah, I just feel like we got so much. I feel like you, like again, it was like the office, like put out the office, and so like those were some of the funniest moments I think in all I of agree. the season. To be honest, I, I agree that episode was very strong, yeah. and it, I don't yeah. think it's an easy thing to do that sort of animated, sort of shaky, sort of mm. hand style like that you get that you got in some of those scenes and stuff like that. And so I feel like that yeah. was really good to see, and that was definitely the best episode of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I loved it as well. Just. Like I mentioned, I think that honestly, that was my favorite plot thread. Yeah. Um, I don't really have many other thoughts. Mm-hmm. However, the Wallace Wells and Todd Ingram romance was the <laughs> funniest shit. I love that. Like, we're because Wallace is honestly a badass. Like, he's just like, oh, it's an onset thing. After the movie's done, romance is over. And Todd is like all Google eyes and he ends up retiring as a vegan you know because he's so depressed that wallace isn't in love with him yeah i loved that whole <laughs> that whole subplot kind of joke yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah that was and my they, last and they kind of stretched it <laughs> yeah. it was like a, it was honestly like a pretty big now i'm remembering yeah. it was a big subplot because he was like kind of like just like pulling hearts and he did not care at all <laughs> oh, yeah. now i'm thinking about it not and that was a big as far as um who was it? Tom? Tom? 
Who was the other character that was in, involved with with Wallace in the relationship? Um, so we have uh, Wallace Wells and then Todd Ingram. Todd, Todd, yeah, that's yes, who it was. Yeah, Todd. Um, he was like heartbroken. Yes, <laughs> like yes. they milked that too. <laughs> Being heartbroken, you're like working out. I think at some point or something mm-hmm. like that that they did. That was a really funny yeah. sort of sort of bit. I mean, Wallace's character alone is just a really funny. I agree. <laughs> character, him being so hard hitting <laughs> the way. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every scene he's in just takes the show, and um, I believe it's kieran mcculkin yes kieran yep. yeah mm-hmm. he does such a great vocal performance yeah <laughs> just like that that like you know very like uh monotone like uh, i don't really give you know it was, a, it was like just a one thing yeah <laughs> who cares right? yo whoa you yeah. just you did a perfect impression of yeah. that holy, was, holy yeah. shit i i, <laughs> I love his voice performance I love oh yeah it. No, yes yes I, I going again going back to i feel like every character from the movie just yeah fits their role so much the point where even their voice fits it and, and it's yeah. it, it, it perfect and so that was a f- very funny storyline and again i feel like this this whole show was comedy i, yeah. I feel like it was just to really see what they could probably do what they could play with yeah. and see and you know yeah it was cool to see i'm happy that we saw it but again yeah. it was i think you hit it on the nail with was it really necessary it was just yeah. cool to see it yeah. was just cool to see yeah 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 but yeah. Anything else? Um, not really. No. Um, I guess final ratings. Mm. If you have a final rating, you. Ooh, I feel like I would give this. Out of how many are we doing? I usually do out of ten. Out of ten, okay. Yeah. All right, I didn't know if we were doing yeah. five or ten. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna give this an eight. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, like I mentioned, I did make that point about like necessary like is it necessary and i think people who aren't as in love with the universe and characters as much as i am mm-hmm. are probably not going to get anything out of the series mm-hmm. however me me personally loved it had so much fun i'm gonna give it eight uh 8.5 out of 10 8. So a little a little 5. bit higher a little okay bit higher. all right it's funny yeah. too because i feel like we have similar but different reasons as to why were that close like yeah. for me there were like so many just small elements again just that kind of like made the show what it was and yeah. the twists and overall the animation for me is what really did it hmm. but like certain character things and storylines and stuff like that yeah that i probably am just not too attached to that's probably why you probably have it so high so it's hmm. funny to see where we both stand with this show but that we still have it as high as we do you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no but, yeah that's it this is a good it. conversation very good really conversation enjoyable. yes all right well uh thank you guys for joining us for our scott pilgrim takes the takes off discussion um be sure to subscribe to our page and even give us a like as it goes a very long way um comment your thoughts on scott pilgrim below we would love to hear what you guys thought of the show and what we had to say if you don't already, follow us on at follow us at Cinema Wave Media on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Threads, as well as at underscore Culture Wave Media, where you can find us on Instagram. Once again, I am Michael Penniston signing off. And I'm Vinny Albano. Thank you guys.